So I saw today on the news um, a clip from was it NTV how there is a concern about the boy child because not enough of them have registered for their KCP examinations. Last year, we heard about young high school girls, 4,000 or something, who got pregnant during the time that we had been told to stay home and stay safe. What is going on with our young people? I really am concerned as a mother. What's going on with our children? You, you want to say, you know, about equality, and I understand and I agree completely. I can't pick sides. As a mother, I wouldn't be able to pick my favorite child. I want the best for all my children. But it doesn't feel like our leaders want the best for us. They want the best for themselves. Like you keep telling us, oh, it's on us to do this, it's on us to do that. But we picked you as well. We elected you and voted for you to represent us and do for us as well. So you can't throw it at us. I need to know what happened. If you told us to go home, stay home and stay safe. We were home, but we were not safe. It was either the father, the uncle, the brother, the gardener, the houseboy. Somebody got those girls pregnant in their homes. They went home, but they were not safe. These are underage children, but nothing, nothing got done about that. The sad fact is that we only know that number because the proof that there was actual um, sex with minors was in the fact that they are pregnant. What about the ones who didn't end up pregnant? What about the boys who got raped or assaulted or violated and of course can't get pregnant? We are in more danger, it seems, at home and there's nothing being done about it. Yeah, sure, we were told to stay home and stay safe, but we also forgot that there was going to, you know, the, the detrimental impact to our mental and emotional and spiritual beings. We lost jobs, we lost homes, we lost our health, we lost our ability to do certain things and socialize with one another. And human beings are social beings. And then we lost loved ones and we are losing them. Now, staying home and staying safe did not keep us safe from the virus, but I'm not here to even talk about that. That's one thing on its own. I'm here to talk about the dangers that have come up and shown up during this time that have been ignored. We pay taxes. We, we pay taxes to earn money. We pay taxes to spend that money. And where is it going? Where is it going? I would rather you come and you tell me, guys, we're going to stop making roads right now because we have bigger fish to fry. There's things happening that we need to address. But no, we, the citizens, were supposed to stop our lives. But you, the leaders, went, off with, went on with life and politics and everything else as usual. When we are staying home and staying safe, there's not even enough money. We're still being taxed, yes. And then you still have the same old game of money went missing, and now you gotta borrow more money, and then we have to pay higher taxes to cover for the hole in your bucket. I mean, I'm just a mom and just a housewife, but I'm also a citizen as a voter, and I voted for you. I'm not ashamed to say that now, but I am disappointed and heartbroken to say that. So I have every right to ask you, dear Mr. President, what's going on? 
What really is going on? And there's one thing to say, oh, there's corruption in my house. There's thieves in my house. But you know, I I knew and I I know uh, from having my husband and my father that when the man of the house was around, man, and there was a thief who came through or even a threat upon his house, among his house or whatever upon his house, he, he, he would do something about it. Like there was some pushback, there was some fight, but it doesn't feel like you're fighting for us. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm just saying, from a broken-hearted place, Mr. President, it doesn't feel like you're fighting for me. It doesn't feel like you're fighting for those boys. And it sure is. Here. doesn't feel like you're fighting for those schoolgirls. What happened to them? I guess it's not your daughter. It's not your granddaughter or your mother or your whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It, it passed. How does that pass? First of all, it means that you have 4,000 minors that were violated, that need mental, spiritual, emotional help. And now they're going to give birth to 4,000 plus, perhaps if they have multiple children, citizens of your country. And people are okay with that? You guys are okay with that? We are not okay. We just don't know what to do. We have to do the best that we can where we are. But this, being, this not being addressed is a problem. It's a problem. We pay taxes. Nobody stopped and says, you know what? We're going to use some taxes of some of these taxes to investigate and find out what in the world happened in, in that situation. Somebody needs to go to jail. Somebody needs to pay. What is going on? We've got young men now on the streets because they stayed home and they're staying safe. But at some point, they've got to go out and do something like everybody's got to. They're on the street just doing what they do. God knows what they've been up to. Probably given up hope and don't even care to register for school anymore because even if they graduate, there are no jobs. So what difference does it make? We're making it sound like it's this huge deal that they didn't show up, they're not registered, but we also want to know, once we do this thing and go to school, what, what are we going to do after that? Are you going to teach us how to be entrepreneurs and start our own businesses? Because there's no work to do. There is no work. And why are there no jobs and there are no roads at the same time? Yeah, I get it. There's some roads being built. But right outside my house, guess what? There's a dirt road. And then on top of that, that dirt road has no name. So today when I want a delivery made, I'm like pointing colors of buildings still. But I pay taxes. I have no choice. But it seems like you have a choice as to how you want to spend those taxes. Basically, as a housewife, I can tell you this because maybe it doesn't apply, you know. 50% of your budget needs to go to needs. Then there's like 20% you can put in savings. And then 30% you can spend on wants. But that's not the way it operates up there, is it? It seems to be like 70 to 80% goes to wants. And the rest, we're supposed to kind of just like, eh, let them have it out. We put you up there to do a job for us, all of you. But you know what it feels like? It feels like we've been royally screwed. I feel like that girl who was taken somewhere, my drink was spiked. And as I blacked out, this guy that I trusted went up me. He just violated me. And on top of that, the other guys that are with him are waiting to take turns to have their way with us. That's how it feels for me. And trust me, I've been there. I've been that girl who's been violated in that sense. It doesn't feel good. 
It's terrible. We trusted you. We voted for you. We've, we're counting on all of you to do something for us. But you're up there doing more wants and catering to more of your wants than our needs. Truly, if we just focused on our needs, our actual true needs, we would be somewhere and we would feel more obligated to go out there work and, and even pay those taxes. We as Kenyan people, we're not lazy. We're just disappointed. We're heartbroken. We're down. We're out. I mean, could those taxes even have gone into hiring people like myself, counselors, to help our citizens? Being at home and, and, and playing it safe has, has been a dangerous game as well. We've seen domestic violence going up. I'm not an expert. Don't get me wrong. I'm not stating like stats here. I'm just saying what we see on the news just as a, as a, as a citizen, you know, just as a Kawaida person. We're seeing domestic violence and murders and all sorts of things that are clearly a state from the mental health and well-being of our people based on the times. It's not normal. We are not in normal times. And based on that, you as well can't go on doing business and politics or whatever it is as normal, as usual. We've got to change things around. I actually believed and I thought that at this point in time, you would actually look at your citizens and consider us a bit more. But you know what? The joke was on me. So yeah, I am disappointed. I really am disappointed. But I haven't lost hope in you. I really haven't. Sometimes I think, yeah, you're trying. And then other days I feel like, nah, they just want to look like they're trying. And it's sad. It really is sad. And like I said, I'm not an expert. But if there's a hole in your bucket, dear Henry, fix it. Fix it. Don't go out there trying to fetch more water and getting more loans and whatnot and putting us in more debt and putting us in a place where we have to pay more taxes for longer and longer and forever. Fix the bucket. Can we spend the taxes or whatever it is finding out where, where this hole in the bucket is and fixing that? What's the point of fetching more water when you've got a hole in your bucket? This is a never-ending story. We're tired. It's exhausting. We're just trying to survive right now, trying to, you know, wash our hands, sanitize and wear masks. We're dying out here. Help us out. That's what you're there for. And one might ask, what qualifies me to ask this question? I'm a citizen. I voted for you. I've given birth to citizens of this country. We own property and homes and we do business here. I am 100% invested in the country that I love and in the people that I love. The question is, dear Mr. President, are you, dear leaders, are you guys just as invested in us, not in yourselves, in us? You know, we look at your big homes with the big fences and really what you've done is built yourselves a nice big prison you know, keeping people away because you know the things you've done. You have to put up big tall walls and fences with electricity because if, if some people could get at you, they probably would. They're angry. They're hungry. They're desperate. They're broken. Help lift us up. And then maybe we can listen to you and see what you want. But people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And honestly, right now, man, you don't care nothing about us. 
nothing. But hey, you know what? Don't come for me. Me, I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs>